Hello and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my good mate, Phil, and our special guest, Mr. Andrew. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's out there in the field. He said something about fighting for his meals. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Uh, fair enough. How are we, everyone? Good. 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 Yeah, I'm good. Glad to be back. I've caught the bug. He, he has. I mean, he's back for his second episode. Bug. It's not Ooh. really a bug. The, the podcast bug. Itch. Yeah. <laughs> he had an itch beforehand, and now he's here. So you branched out. Have you started really. your own yet? No, no, I would never do that. I mean, this is this is this is in full throttle. This I couldn't just jump in. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, not going to do what anyone else, especially saying the name of the K, would do and uh, make their own podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. Can't. <coughs> what a can't. Uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah's here in the background as well. How are you, Sarah? Hi, Sarah. Oh, good, thank you. Okay. Oh, calm down. Whatever. <laughs> cool. And uh, Drew, yourself? Yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Keen for another week of fun and frivolity. Exactly. Whatever week this is, of course, we are doing our pre-recordings. Woo! Um, so no doubt, Sarah and I are still on adventures around the world. Uh, we're obviously somewhere where we can't... So um, where are you right now, Phil? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea because I'm here in Sydney. <laughs> uh, but I can tell you that uh, no doubt along our journey, we will run out of internet somewhere. So it's important that we have these pre-records up our sleeve, metaphorical sleeve, of course. So we're not going to drop them out of our sleeve, correct? Correct. Correct. So that's what we're doing. So we're pre-recording. Um, nice. This show, we've actually got a really special treat for you. It's special because we've thought about what we're going to talk about. Um, and that is, we're going to be discussing Uber and the sensation of Uber. Not just the sensation of Uber, this, but the sensation of Uber Eats as Indeed. well. Yeah. Yes. Um, I got a little bit on uh, some shop, uh, shop, shop lifting. Am I right, Sarah? That's right. Isn't that right, Andrew? Yeah, 100%. Isn't that right, Drew? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Cool, good. So we're all on board. So ec- excellent. Everything's hunky-dory. Now, um, we're starting with Uber. Yeah. Yes. Starting with Uber. reason we're starting with Uber is because it's probably the most relevant to what we're going to talk about, which is Uber. Um, that's right. You heard me. So we're starting at the beginning. Starting at the A beginning. A very good place to start. Excellent. Excellent. We're not going to start at the end uh, with our sit can of the week. <laughs> Imagine doing that oh. first. <laughs> Adventurous. Ooh. No, thank you, mate. As a uh, as a listener of the show, I think that would terrify me. Oh yes. Well, you'd know, wouldn't know what to do. You'd, you'd you no. know, veer off into a wall or something. I thought like I would. Have, I thought I'd fast forwarded fifty minutes if yeah. that's happened. <laughs> Accidents happen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Hilarious. Um, no. Okay. So this is uh, based off of the fact that we um, we've seen this viral post on um, the socials. The social in particular being the book um, of faces. Book of face. Indeed. Um, now, a good friend of the podcast, Bianca, posted this onto her social, her Facebook wall, uh, timeline, whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah, oh, um, thread, who knows. Yes, uh, the, 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 the page of hers. Uh, and what it actually involves is, 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 is a shared, po- shared post by a gentleman named Javier, or Xavier, or Javier. It starts <laughs> with a J, so I'm guessing it's not Xavier. I'm guessing it's Javier. Javier. Javier, yeah. Javier, Javier. Um, and okay, so this is a story. He is an Uber driver and he's just decided to share some of his um, experiences. This yeah. is experiences with men, but of course this isn't uh, what this segment is, is exclusively about. It's also just about good experiences, bad experiences. But let's start off with Javier's uh, experiences as an Uber driver. Indeed. All of this is now a quote, direct quote. Fuck. I don't even know where to start. 
I've been in Uber driving for almost... I've been in Uber driving. Okay, he's not very good at English. This isn't the quote, by the way. Uh, this is me commenting on his quote, which isn't very good. Uh, let me start that again. I've been an Uber driver for almost four years, and I feel like I have finally come to a point where I feel the need to say this. Men, we need to do better. Why do I say this? For so many bad experiences that I've come across from men. For the time a guy in the back of my car kept trying to force a girl to go to his house even after she said no because she didn't want to be late for work the next day and he went on a weird fucking power play and offered her a job and tried to kiss her. Uh, this is in brackets. I dropped her home safely. <laughs> Close brackets. Parentheses. For the time, yeah. Is that what it is? A parenthesis? I think it's parentheses. Parentheses are square bracket or the one that looks like... What's a parenthesis? No, parentheses are the quotation... Oh, of the curved brackets are parentheses. Or are they? Oh, but there are brackets. Are Maybe brackets they are brackets. The, oh, are brackets the one that. This is why like, we have Google. Okay, let's just have a look at what these are. Uh, what's the what's the square bracket then? Maybe we're all wrong. Oh no, parentheses oh, are the curved curves. Ones. Well, what's the square bracket called? See, I'm on this episode for a reason. Yeah, it's fate. What's the square bracket called? Quite sure. Brackets refer to square brackets, and parentheses refers to round brackets. Yes, yeah, brackets refers to the square bracket. Okay, what's the one that looks like you know the thing where you, let's say you're drawing on a, a like a, on a piece of paper and you have lots of dot points on one side, then you do that kind of link thing. Um, it's the one that's uh, you know how on the you know if you do shift bracket, it's the bracket that's got the little line on the side of it, the little link on the side of it. All oh, right, I don't know how, how you those? describe that to those listening. Was that the just end of... Write, just write the... Uh, no, that's not the end of the quote. We're getting... There's more to yeah, it? Yeah, there's a lot more to it. Just say the bracket on the same button as the other bracket. Ah, right, you've said bracket a lot. I'm out. I've lost it. Bracket? Yeah, I'm out. You know, if you look at a shift... If you look at the keyboard, the QWERTY keyboard, and it's got the... Um, like a computer keyboard, and it's on the, it shares the, the button that the bracket, the square bracket's on. Bracket on the same key as the other bracket. Let's have a look. Bracket with hook? No. No, that's it's actually a bracket. I have no idea. Uh, okay, let's just, uh, while you look up that for <laughs> get me. Get to you. Square. Look up that for me, Drew. Uh, brackets. Uh, this yep. is the next point from Javier. The time I had a young, lovely... I had four young, lovely girls get out of my car to enter a venue, only to be harassed by my next passenger as they were getting out and he was getting in. To top it off, he decided it was normal conversation to tell me that those hot bitches are the kinds of sluts he looks for on Pornhub. Okay. For, for the time, some guy thought it was appropriate to roll down his window from my car while completely high on coke and yell, Nice tits on top, babe, from my passenger side to a woman passing by. And if it's not those experiences that I've directly seen firsthand, then it's the ones that I've been retold by girls. Such as the one where one of the girls I picked up told me how she makes specific fashion choices in order to walk 100 meters to a local grocery store without being pestered by men, or how she may opt to walk through the laneway instead of the main road to avoid being catcalled. All the time that a girl told me about how some guy on the bus decided her hair was pretty and thought he would just give it a tug. Wait, what was he tugging? Her hair? Oh my god. Actually, He's tugging on hair? Actually, I'll be honest. <laughs> Those last two stories are the ones <laughs> freshest in my mind because I was only told about them last night, but they certainly weren't the first ones I've heard, and I know they won't be the last. 
I know the society <laughs> is. I know that society is definitely changing, and people are taking a stance against all of this harassment and these attitudes men have towards women. But if you think just because we had a massive hashtag MeToo movement that this is all done and dusted, and that we're living in an enlightened age of equality, then quite frankly, you're very much fucking wrong. He didn't say much. I added much. If you're a guy and you feel the need to tell me to fuck off or start screeching, not all men, then for the love of whatever you believe in, be the fucking man, woman, slash society in general. Wait, be the kind of... Be the fucking man, women, slash society in general need so statuses like this don't have to be written in the first place. That was all caps for each, by the way. Uh, if you see this behavior, do your best to call it out. This isn't an experience that happens to women in a far away abstract land. It's your family members and your friends. If there's something I've always known, it's that I ever, that if I ever have kids, I would really fucking love to have a daughter. And I'm fucking sure that I wouldn't want them to come into a world where they have to make constant decisions on how they dress, where they walk, just to feel safe. Well, is that true? What have you found for the brackets? They are curly brackets. Curly brackets. What curly brackets do? Uh, predominantly uh, used in... Where are we? Do, 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 do. It looks like they are rarely one. used in prose and have no widely accepted use in formal writing, but may but may be used to mark words or sentences that should be taken as a group to avoid confusion when other types of brackets are already in use. But how do you do that? Um, you in music, they are known as accolades or braces and oh, connect two two or more lines or staves of music that are played simultaneously. Can you read music, Andrew? I can. Can you write music? I can. Oh wow. Treble or bass? Or both clefs? Well, both, because piano was both. Yep. Because you had the right and left hand. Yep. What's so, a semi-quaver? Semi-quaver. <laughs> <laughs> Picture a line going vertical. Yes. And then a little, like, curl. Can you read and rap the, the percussion clef as well? Not really, no. Okay. Pure cool. curiosity. <laughs> In that scenario, what you've just read. The guy, have you? <laughs> yeah. Sarah, have you had any experiences like that? Were bad experiences with Uber or bad experiences in public with men? Not so much an Uber, but like being a girl, like that just that shit happens. And I I'd hate to see you get used to it, but you do. Like if you're walking alone and someone sh- shouts something out the window, it's like oh. Have you ever had someone shouting something at you? Yeah, many times. And I'm not exactly like some kind of someone that wasn't ten Phil. Out of ten, so like to be a ten out of ten, I can't imagine. What have people said? Do you remember? Oh, no, it's not like it's ingrained in my brain. Like, you know, just walking at midday. Like, hey, you with the hair. Guy shouting out, like, he was carrying... I was on the phone to you. I was walking down some road, broad daylight, and some guy in, a, like, a garbage removal truck shouted something out. And I'm like, what What do you think's going to be the outcome of this? So I'm going to be like, wait, 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 pull over. Take me with you. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Can you, if any you could remember what brand they were and we could complain and ask for the driver to be sapped? Oh, it wasn't anything like official, it was just some guy with loads of shit in his van. Oh, so like, you just yeah. shit heap as much as you shit heap as the guy. How dare you say something to you? Um, yep. Have you guys had any bad Uber experiences? Quite the opposite. Um, Uber experiences have been quite pleasant. It's been the cab rides since Uber came about that have been horrific, to say the least. My cab rides tend to have been the same before and after, except now Uber exists and drivers now have an extra topic to talk about, which is Uber. I feel like it's now their only topic to talk about. You get in and they're grateful for three seconds that you chose them over an Uber, and then they bitch and moan about Uber for the next 20 minutes. But sometimes it'd be nice to have a discussion, because they can't exactly just kick you out because you're a paying customer, but it'd be nice to just be like, oh, it's because you smell like shit. 
That's literally why Uber exists. Because you drive them. That's driving me. That ha- that is having a discussion about Uber. You smell like death. That's why I take Uber. If you didn't smell like death, I would be. Well, Uber have standards to, to maintain. They have to go get their cars checked at the Uber headquarters on Parramatta Road. Um, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. I saw them doing it um, yesterday. I saw the line of cars waiting to go in. The security guy waves them into the spot. The team comes out and checks the car. Oh, that's and... what that place Yeah, that's what it is. People always try to work out what it is. Yeah, but it's really good. They're held to a much higher standard than the cabs are. And the cabs, rather than rising above and going, you know what, we could learn from this, they're just going to dig their heels in and be absolute shits about it and go, go, no, but you took away all our business. So now whenever we get a customer, we're just going to bitch and moan about you and hope that they feel the same way. Yeah, it's, it's funny that it's, it's, yeah. it's like cabs had a monopoly on the system um, yeah. and were absolutely it took advantage taking of it. advantage of it. And then when someone came along and said, no, no, this is the standard that you should be held accountable to. Yeah. Cab said, excuse me, do you think that we meant, are meant to respect the people? Oh my God, who do you think we are? We're a business that doesn't give a shit about people. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, no. Well, um, well that's a shame though, because it's like, and you would feel sorry for the cab drivers who actually do take their jobs seriously. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Just, I'm, they've just been dragged yeah, down the one of my friends the stereotype. Exactly. My friend's dad's a cab driver that that, that does take it very yeah, seriously, totally. and he is affected by it. But at the same time, he's like, "Well, no, it's most of the industry's fault. So it's my fault for being in a shit industry, and it's yeah, it's our own fault." He cops it. Yeah. So good on him for having that attitude and not taking it on Uber and realizing it's actually Uber. What's interesting is I haven't. I don't think it's possible anymore. But earlier on in in when Uber was around, you could actually just through Uber call a cab or organize a cab through Uber. Remember that? Oh yeah, they had that taxi. function at yeah. the beginning. Yes, where yeah. taxi was an option, and it was yeah, just drivers that had Uber on their phone yeah. in their cabs. Totally. And yeah. I, I used it once or twice, and it was just ridiculous, and pointless, totally ridiculous. Never used it again. Um, in fact, an Uber driver and a taxi Uber yeah. was the only time where I've ever complained about an Uber driver because he went massively the wrong way and oh. just wasted my time and it was infuriating um I have quite recently though I had an Uber driver that uh didn't want to listen to me. The, the, the this is Sarah you were in this one where the Uber maps was stuffing up and was showing the drop off destination as the pick up destination uh, and he was like oh you put it in wrong and I was like no I didn't I showed him my phone and I showed everyone else in the car my phone I was like no it says destination is my home address and he was like oh yeah that's right I wonder what's going on in this one you must have put in wrong and I was like no no, I, it's right on my phone I don't uh, know what's going on in yours we also had the nicest Uber driver in the entire world that even stopped the meter once we pulled up and just chatted to us yeah he was lovely he that's was. nice yeah. Yeah. You, get, you definitely get the best, yeah. best of both worlds we'll sure. get back to that guy because I do want to talk more about him because he was a legend um, the Uber driver that we had the bad one there's got to be bad ones. You've got to be equal when uh, debating something, or not debating, but discussing something. Totally. Um, he then I asked or, or said, "Hey, look, don't, don't worry about it. Just take me to the dre- to, to my address. I'll direct you there. I know how to get there. Just follow the highway. Um, yeah. Just we'll just do that. Just do that and, and get to my address, and that's fine. Um, and he was like, "Oh no!" And he kept trying to follow the map, even if it was taking us in a circle. And I was like, "No, just turn around, go back on the main road." It's fine. He's like, he's, and he just kept looking at it and just ignoring what I was saying. I was like, so I looked at Sarah and I looked at I mate Joey in the front of the car and I was just like, I was just getting annoyed by it because he was just being stupid. 
because he just did not listen to what I was trying to say, which was, turn around, I'll direct you. He just kept trying to follow the map, even yeah, though it was turn, turning us them, to go in a circle. They have to, not always, but they, they have to, if they don't know the way and stuff, like, they can't, they if, you can put in the wrong, yeah, if you put in the wrong destination, in England this was like, if you yeah. put in the wrong destination, they cannot take you to where you're going to go. No, here they can. They can. The same thing as, as, for example, if I'm going home and I've got someone that's going to somewhere completely different, I can say, can you go via here, we'll direct you there, and then just follow them out. So we used to have, we have to put, like, drop-off. Like, if I'm going to yeah. go somewhere and I'm going to pick you, then Drew up, I would have to put in your point and then mm -hmm. Drew's point and then my destination. Yeah, see, that you can't, so, I don't think you can even do that on the app here. So I think it depends on, like, different council's laws, because yeah. our Ubers are run by the councils. Oh, really? Not Uber itself. No, see, ours are run by so, Uber. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the rule here is you just, well, as far as I know, it's not a rule, but that's just the way it's, it runs here. But this driver just didn't even, the fact that he didn't even acknowledge what I was saying to him and was just like, oh, no, we'll just give it a second or something like that. He just didn't acknowledge what I was saying to him at all. When yeah, I was like, just turn yeah, around. Like, just imagine being an Uber driver. Must be well, then don't be an Uber driver then. Yeah, but it's like being a cab driver, just don't be it then. If you have any, you're that much of an issue of it. Some people might not have the option, but... Well, then he can bugger off. Because he's an idiot. He just didn't. Him. I'm going to mark him as one star. I haven't read him yet, but I'm going to mark him as one star. Oof. Yeah, because he was shit at what he... Yeah, and just say he didn't <laughs> listen to what I said, and he just refused to acknowledge my existence. So that's what I'm going to say, because he was a crap driver. The good driver, though, yeah. So I took you to the Powerhouse Museum. Oh. Uh, and we, we took a lovely Uber. And the guy was absolutely lovely, and he, he was, was in he love was, with England, yeah. and then therefore having an English person in the car was fantastic. I felt top of the world. It was great. And he was great. He was really good, and he had a, we had a great chat, and... And thankfully, it wasn't that normal sort of chat where it's, uh, oh, so Uber, eh? How long have you been working on? It wasn't that kind of thing. We, we just got into life and everything. It was and quite his previous jobs and everything. Yeah, and the fun of it all. So it was yeah. just it was just a nice story. Yeah, it was lovely. Or nice drive, in fact. But that's the thing. We keep hearing about nice stories about Uber drivers, and it's very rare to hear nice cab stories. Oh, because they don't exist. It just doesn't. They don't yeah, but exist. Ubers can be equally as awful. Like, I've had my fair share of like just outright Do tell? rude wanker. Oh yeah, me too. Like, I've had. I've, yeah. I can recall a few horrible stories. You marked them bad. Yeah. I did. Tell me the st Tell me a story. I was with. I was in Woolloomooloo with. Well, that's why. With an with an <laughs> with an ex girlfriend of mine, and we had ordered the Uber, and on the way to get us, he'd actually picked up someone else. Oh. And then started. The trip. Oh. So we were waiting for the Uber. And on her phone, it actually had him already on the journey. But oh. he hadn't even picked us up yet. He oh. literally just picked someone up on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, I've had that. Do you know what I mean? Didn't even, yeah, yeah. didn't even check if it was the right or anything. Yeah. Jeez. So then we call him up and like tell him what's happened. So he comes to get us. But the, the, he's still rolling the yeah. the meter or like whatever the... Yeah, however yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can. So I've pretty much had to like forcibly tell him to turn his phone off and I'll guide him because I'm like, this should be a cancelled fare because yeah. yep. you've already wasted money. Of course. Yeah. Our money by taking someone else who's not even a passenger. Somewhere. Some, yeah. Yeah. So, and he's like pretending like he's like, you know, not, I'm not understanding what I'm saying. Just like kind of just, just looking at me Ooh. dumb. Yeah. And I'm just like. It's like you're allowed to be dumb, but turn your phone off or I'll throw it out the window. Yeah. So I was just like, I had to actually tell him to. So finally he did, and like, it ended up costing the, like the original amount it was going to cost because I made him turn off his phone. Yeah. But then we called the company and like got it refunded because it's just that's just a ridiculous yeah, mistake. House. There's no way you can pick up a customer that's not meant to be yours. Like that just yeah. to me yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. 
And that's... Uh, see, in a taxi, unfortunately for taxi... and I'm, this isn't racist at all. I promised, and and, and I don't, I don't, I, no, no. By that, I don't. Promised. Mean, no, no, I don't mean it to come across like that. But when you're in a in a service industry where there is some communication required between, again, a passenger or a customer, and the person providing the service, you kind of need at least basic English there. Yeah. In a cab, unfortunately, it's almost expected that you're more than likely going to get a driver that you cannot communicate with at all. Yeah, which is again kind of one of the the issues with with the cab industry. Um, Uber, though, you you expect it to be different, especially because you can set it like that. It, it's kind of self-explanatory, unless in situations like where you want to go somewhere different, or you want to take a better route than what the map says, or you want to avoid traffic, or something like that, where the app stuffs up. It it's almost expected, and therefore I would mark the app. I would mark a driver down if I struggle to communicate with them because I don't think it's fair when I'm paying for it as a paying customer that I have these difficulties. Very fine line of a topic like that too. I mean, yeah, and, and people I don't, are I definitely going to beg to differ, but yeah, no, I, understand, I know what you mean. I, and, and look, I, I view it purely because it's a service-based industry where I'm requiring a service from someone else and therefore there is some level of communication. If I can't communicate there, it makes it a little bit harder. It, it, it makes it... It, I can't get the full amount or I can't get my full confidence out of the service if I don't feel confident in in, in what I've been able to communicate with yeah. someone. And that's all I mean by it. And therefore, I shouldn't even start off by it. I, I promise it's not racist. I should have just said, I, I mean this. But we're in this day and age where we have to behave in a concerned manner about whether or not... It is racist we, or not. Yeah. yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, because it can so easily be misconstrued. Um, it's blown out of proportion. Exactly. But, again, this comes back to the fact that Uber have a greater level of care and hold themselves to a much higher standard. And that's something that the cabbies really do need to take notice of. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, really, for article about the females. Yes. In a normal taxi, like when you get an Uber, again, I don't know if it's the same here, but in England, there's like... You know, if you feel unsafe, or you yeah. can send your estimated arrival time to somebody, like there's so much care in that for anybody. Yeah. But it's such a good thing for women, because I mean, there's so many horror stories about taxi drivers taking people. Like my friend, her cousin was in a taxi, uh, just got their student loan, which in England, like you get these payments where it's your loan, and that is what you live on for the next three four months. And this was student loan day. Everyone's going out, and this taxi driver, not an Uber, taxi drove them not where they were going, took them all out of the taxi to a pay point and took all their money out of their credit accounts on their loan day. He, like, he got caught and everything. But if that was in an Uber, at least you'd have all of that taxi driver's information. Yeah. You could have contacted somebody you in the vehicle car. registration number. Yeah, exactly. You've got everything. Whereas with taxi drivers, you don't have that. So they are superior in that sense. I started yeah. making a habit of actually looking at the... When I was catching taxis, like the... The driver's VIN number, whatever. The, the yeah, their like badge number and their number plate. Only because of one particular experience where like I had, I had this guy and he picked me up and he he looked physically exhausted and like yeah. I look in the back seat and there's all this shit everywhere and he's just Ooh. like he's like oh you know I've been living in the car for two days now. It's just like and I'm thinking okay surely you should not be working then and like he was actually falling asleep at the traffic lights. No. Yeah. So I got out. I was like, yeah, just he is fine. Like, I just, I just got out. I left. Yeah. 
took his things down. I had to report it. I was like, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I was like, you have a driver on the road who's really unfit for duty. You need to mm-hmm. keep an eye on this, like, for his health and for everyone else's like safety, because this is just really, really bad. So since that, when I since then, I just made a habit just to take it down, just because you never know and like, yeah, stuff like that. It could be handy to have, and it's just. So saying, yeah, I just that was I was scared a bit. I was like, this is not right. Like, he... well, well, that's the, to some degree that that the sort of unsafe cab sort of thing happened when I was in Melbourne once, and I was stressed because like, we were running late for our flight and we had to get there. Yeah, and I was in a taxi, and um, we all piled in. There were five. Well, there were four of us. Therefore, with mm-hmm. the driver, there were five of us. There were no free seats left in that car, mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the middle in the back, and the seatbelt didn't exist. There was no seatbelt. That's and it was like, so we have to go because we are running late, so drive. And the guy was just on his phone and not paying attention and just kind of looking down at his phone half the time. He's like, mate, concentrate, road. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, again, once uh, to, to the invention of Uber where there's this kind of, you can see the driver on the map where he is and how long he's going to take to get to your house. Uh, my uncle, or our, our uncle Andrew, was once trying to go to Cyprus to um, meet up with uh, our, my dad and your dad. Yeah. And was there waiting for a taxi um, to ta- to come? They called well in advance, hours before, and said, "I need a taxi. Take me to the airport at this time." And the company said, "Yeah, no worries. They'll be there right on time." Didn't show up. Taxi didn't show up. No taxi show up showed up. Seriously. Um, that was here, wasn't it? Was yes, yeah, that's um, our grandmother's Masco, house. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, we they called and uh, called back and called the company. Said, "Where's my taxi? I need it." And they're like, "Oh, we're actually not obligated to send a taxi." Yeah. We just we just we just so said we just, we're not. Ob- there's no obligation for us to actually send it. So sorry, then no one's coming. That's so, you had so to run, bad. He had to run out. He ran to the airport basically to get there. Um, yeah, so ridiculous. Um, that's that's again taxi industry taking advantage of the um, monopoly they had and now being disgraced by the fact that someone's actually come and showed them or holding them to account and they're just not willing to not play ball in the sense of they don't want to play along with someone else. It's that they're not willing to make themselves actually a decent industry. They're going to get left in the dust. Thank Christ. I hope the whole taxi industry goes out of business specifically yeah. to teach them a lesson. And unfortunately, there's a lot of good people that are going to be affected by that but you need, we it need is to take what that it is yeah we need to take that could they not just join Uber yeah they could exactly like exactly that's that. what I think that should happen unfortunately there's inst- expensive licensing laws to own a taxi in Australia in New South Wales in Australia yeah um, but yeah they, they can all fold into Uber and look Uber's got so many great things going for it particularly our personal favourite Uber Eats of course Uber Eats yeah. I've actually had a bad Uber Eats experience though well so, so, so yeah we've all had we a all couple have, <laughs> in fact I've had more bad Uber Eats experiences than I have Uber yeah. normal like normal Uber experiences actually I remember I was I was on tour in Noosa yeah in oh, Noosa in Noosa Noosa Heads Queensland oh well, and, and we had my mate was like, you know, we've been waking up, and he's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's order some Uber Eats, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and it was up there, and <laughs> there was only, you know how you get the map up and it shows how many cars? Yeah. yeah. There was only one car. <laughs> so we were like, all right, there's a car on duty, it's there, might as well. He ordered Subway, and it never arrived. <laughs> so. Well, I, mine was the same. So I ordered Macca's once, and Macca's is... It's a five-minute drive Across up the road. Across the road. <laughs> it's a five-minute drive up the road. I could have just driven up and gotten it. I know. I ordered Macca's. Um, it said it was going to be picked up in about five minutes. It then said, oh, a driver's... Uh, 
on their way to pick up the food as the plane flies over. In fact, no, it never got to the point where it said a driver was going to pick plane. it up. Yeah, Uber plane right there, taking it to another country. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so it said on my thing that no one was picking it up. So I called Uber and said, what is going on with my meal at McDonald's? Can someone go and pick it up? They're like, oh, we can see what's happened. This was half an hour. It takes them 10 minutes maximum to prepare the order. Yeah. And then it takes them six minutes, seven minutes to get it here. Half an hour later, still waiting. And I was like, can you work out what's going on? And they're like, yeah, so what's happened is the driver's reserved the order, but we've just called them. I was put on hold and everything. They called the driver and then they're like, what's happened was the driver said he had a flat tire, so he was just changing his tire. And I was like, that's not my problem. He's like, no, we're no. Drivers are not supposed to do that. It's or cancel the pickup if they can't do it. So totally get it. We're really sorry that happened. Do you want someone to pick up this order? Do you want us to get Maccas to remake it? I was like, remake it, please. I don't want that freezing cold McDonald's. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, sure. We'll also give you an extra ten dollar voucher, which is nice. So they resolved it. They resolved the issue, but I still had to wait about an hour for my McDonald's. All yeah. up, it was about an hour by the time they remade it, got someone to pick it up and delivered it here. So that was really annoying. Um, yeah, it's just irritating. Very irritating. Yeah, I mean, it's just some of those things. It's just like you mm. know, for example, the story I told you. Like, why have, why yeah. have it available to you? If it's not. There's one car on the road, and it's not. They're not even going to do it anyway. I've I've heard that people have also had issues where, I mean, we I've read about it and seen like, um, kind of like security camera footage of drivers eating the food. No, oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think it's so much of an issue here but yeah, one of them it was the owner of the restaurant filming him and I was like why did, why did you send film him oh. like just go down there say like, I don't get it it is almost better they've shamed him a little bit but still it's it's ridiculous Shame. um yeah look this there's issues like that where, where that happens um but for the most part I think I've definitely had more breaks than uber um and I'd say that more more often than not, it's just a simple process and it goes off without a hitch. There's now the option on Uber Eats to do Uber Pickup, which is basically, so instead of having to call a little local restaurant or something like that and work out the order based off of a menu that you can't see, you, it's 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 the modern way of ordering pickup, basically. Which I like. I like that there's that option. Well, again, so they go and order it for you. Yeah, again, so like McDonald's, for example, like, uh, not that I would because they've got drive through and stuff like that, but basically I could pre-order it here drive up, grab it, and that's it, and head straight back out again. Subway, I could go and pre-order it and go and get it. Some takeaway, like um, Chinese takeaway, something like that, just order it and then We're go just going to never have to speak to people again. Basically. It's going to be great. Well, again, it's like Google <laughs> have that. Google have that. Um, there is people's radio silence is coming to life. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, that, there, there's the Google system. The Google system where... Um, even if a website, or if a company doesn't have a website, again, like a little Google's example is this little Chinese restaurant um, in San Francisco, didn't have a website, just had the most basic information available on Google. They had a, f- a phone number though listed. So Google's voice assistant called the restaurant with its real smooth sounding automated voice, which is terrifying because I just imagine scammers with that kind of system. Oh, totally. Um, the voice calls up and goes, hey, um, I'm looking to book a table for six, oh, and then the the the, that the, restaurant, the restaurant goes, uh, "You didn't know availability." That sounded really racist to me, but basically, a really foreign, <laughs> hard to understand, hard to decipher voice yeah. said, "There's no such thing as res- reservations for more than six. So then Google's 
computer system then asked and clarified how busy is it is it how busy is it after 6 p.m. and then the person told them and said what day is that and then the per, uh, Google thing was like April 7th or something and the person was like for seven people and Google's thing was like no April 7 and full clarified and everything that's the t- the future. We're gonna do nothing. That's scary. We're just type in what we want, and then and a device is gonna go and call people for us. That's oh. scary, man. Yep, it's it, happening. That's like because it, there's so many miscommunications that could happen in that. Like you could just think it's if it's supposedly this legit device calling on behalf of you. What if a scammer calls you and you think it's just legit on behalf? Exactly. Behind? Like hello. Just, yeah. How are you? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to book a reservation for my 17th name. of March. My name is not how oh. Siri. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be like it's gonna be have you you pre-record like the date and time. It'd be like 17th of March, 6 p.m. And it's like, hi, I'd like to book a table for 17th of March, 6 p.m. <laughs> and then it's gonna go back into how the device. Oh, it's like, like a voicemail. <laughs> You've reached yeah. the message of Andrew. Oh, I love <laughs> I love I love people's voicemail where there's like <laughs> massive pause. You hear like cracking back. It'd be yeah. like. You reached the voicemail of <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. Please leave a name number. No, I love that. You yeah. reached the voicemail of. Yeah, now, now, talk now, uh, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Just horrific. <laughs> oh dear. Do we have a uh, Do we have a, a go to near breeds slash fast food? Like what? Macca's. Macca's. I'm a hungry Jack's guy. Macca's. No, you know what the worst thing about Macca's on Uber Eats though is. Because it's close enough for a bicycle to do the delivery, you get oh, a bike. often we get the, the bike. bloody bike. We had a, we, we ordered uh, pho from um, Victor- oh, uh, Ma- um, the from Maricourt Road the other day, which is about oh, ten minute, no, seven minute drive. This is this ten minutes on the bike? Yeah, ten minutes on the bike. Is this the money water bag my bad water bag, man. Yeah, oh. so uh, we ordered it. First world problems. Your food's delivered by bike. Yeah, it's d- but but the point is, I want my food delivered so that way I don't In have to go piece. and get it, and also I want it here fast. No, no, it's, it's, it's a service. It's a service. I yeah, get but, it. I yeah, get but it. we're paying the same amount for the service on a bike as we would for a car, and we can't choose the car. Yeah, I would pay more for a yeah. car. If I could choose between having a bike delivery or a car, I'd choose car because but we're getting the choice. A bike takes forever. They're slow. Yeah. They just should not be delivering soup. Yeah, because they just splash you get soup yeah. via bike. We got yeah, fur. so it was just splashed around in the bag because it's on a bike. So it, it did blow up in the bag. Not massively, but it did leak into the bag. Still, it it's the have point. Happened. The point is on a. <laughs> it's just in annoying. all my years. Again, I don't get the choice of, of of choosing a bike or not. Just don't have it as an option, which yeah. is ridiculous. Who wants their food delivered slowly? Man, some of the some of the ways they like they they do Uber on. walk for Christ's sake. Let's seriously <laughs> Uber walk. Don't let the option be for my hot food to be delivered by a bike because it goes cold faster yeah. than yeah. what a, if it was delivered by a vehicle that has a motor on it, like a motorbike or a car. It's much faster. Bikes are just stupid, stupid for delivering things. Some of those some of those bike. Look ridiculous too. on the main roads are dangerous man. yeah they're also like, they dangerous they don't look where they're going no they're so dangerous it's ridiculous it should not be an option and I just don't that, think we should have bikes no not, not legally allowed on the road yeah. and not used for any sort of service that's, what, that's what bikes I mean. that's whole, are dangerous they go right in the middle of lanes they, they go between cars I've seen on like Cleveland yeah. Street like in peak hour Oh. Just Deliveroo guys just going straight through, like causing accidents nearly. Like, I find that, I think that, okay, I, under- I, I understand and disagree with the fact that bikes don't have registration plates or registration numbers or fees 
riding on the road like a car does. Yeah. But I think that if a company chooses to allow bikes to be used as a delivery method or as some sort of method um, of transportation, then there should be registration fees applied to the company for bikes. That's what I think. So Uber, Deliveroo, um, uh, courier services would all have fees well, I guess because then you can't for really... registering bikes. The info is on the Uber Eats thing, isn't it? What? Like if you were, were to report the bike rider, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the so you wouldn't, they wouldn't need like some sort of number plate there. No, but I think that I think that they should have to. If you're a bike rider and you are going to do Uber Eats, for example, yeah. you should then have to pay an additional fee, which is like a car, where you have to pay the, the you apply your car details. Then should have to pay a fee for not having a car for that, just to try and weed out having them in existence at all and only be used as a a personal vehicle, tran- transportation vehicle, because at least if you hit someone on their bike, because they're the worst human beings in the world, because they are a cyclist, um, <laughs> if you hit them and injure them severely, then at least someone's not missing out on their food. That's no, it. That's the. I don't want someone to miss out on their food. <laughs> Who cares if they get hurt? It's their fault. Yeah, you run over and deliver us driver. to miss out on our food. Yeah. Oh if my you, god. If they get hurt, that's someone's prob- not getting their it's dinner tonight. Probably their fault that they get got hit. No doubt, because they're a cyclist. So no doubt they're just completely oblivious. They are the pretty careless. Anyone. But I still wouldn't want to hit them. Well, yeah. If, if especially would <laughs> be my fault. But um, <laughs> my my point is, cyclists are. Really, really, um, I, I do fear for them, and I don't want them to get hit if they are sensible. But the fact that they'll just wobble out, like again, I fear for my food on them. Yeah, exactly. So again, so Sarah and I. Here's an example of a bad cyclist. Sarah and I were just riding along, uh, or driving along. There exactly. was um, there was a park parked lane uh, next to us, and there was no one parked there. The cyclist was in that lane, no problem. Then we got to the point where we were basically alongside them, the cyclist. And suddenly there was now a parked car in front of them. So instead of kind of checking to see if there was a car there or looking in front of them, because I would have seen the front of my car, because I could see out of my eyes in the driver's seat the cyclist next to me. So clearly my peripheral vision worked. For some reason his did it. I think it's because he's a cyclist. His doesn't. Um, <laughs> instead of checking that there was a car next to him, he just veered straight across to che- to share my lane. And the lawyer's out there give them what is it, a meter, meter and a half. So, so then that means I have to just go veer straight into oncoming traffic because this guy has completely not paid attention whatsoever. So if I hit him, or if I didn't give him his meter, no doubt he'd sit there and start bitching and complaining that I didn't give him meter space and it's, oh, what an asshole car driver. No, that guy deserved to go and under my wheel. Exactly, and he's a cyclist. And he yeah, wears lycra, lycra and he likes the smell of his own farts. So clearly it's his, <laughs> his guilt, his innocence. So. Yeah, I think he deserved to go under my tire, but no doubt I would have been in trouble for it. So that's why I think cyclists are stupid. But never deliver my food. How dare you deliver my food? You, you get, like, slow. It's one thing to have. It's okay. one thing to have like cyclists just doing their thing on the road, like as normal. Run the footpath. I don't care if you get. Well, there's the bike pressure. lanes now too, which is good. Yeah. But like delivering, is outrageous. Bike is pretty like. I mean, I know it's it's providing jobs, but like, man, that's pretty. Care. That's pretty like. Get a car. No, they yeah. should have something that's like where they can only work like it's pretty extreme. certain times. You know, like lunchtime hours. I wouldn't mind getting it, my lunch delivered. No, you, I, just, like, I think it should couple be a couple, couple of sandwiches in the back there. It should be, right? you can no only worries, work like, in the CBD, where it is literally yeah. faster for a bike than a car. Outside oh, the CBD, totally. banned, illegal, shut it down. Oh, b- bike from like George Street to 
Yeah, um, imagine that big street. Uh, oh, imagine no. if you're on George Street and you get delivered something. Go for it. No, That'd be too many. I shouldn't pitch it because then I'll have cyclists come over and start ringing the bells, cutting me off. Or oh, I'll never speak. get the end of it. Um, moving on from there because I don't want to <sighs> pop a blood vessel in my eye thinking of cyclists. Pretty sure it's going to um, happen anyway. Shop, shoplifting. Shoplifting. Shoplifters. Yeah, see, okay, so this topic was brought to my attention because I was. I saw an article of a man shoplifting a chainsaw down his pants. That just got me thinking the extreme measures people take to shoplift and what they shoplift. Was this a full-size chainsaw? It's probably like one of those, like, it's like a... Mini one? Mini one? It's like, it'd be like the equivalent of a normal vacuum cleaner to a handheld vacuum cleaner. Okay. So it's like a one-hander sort of one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not a significant... Okay, but still... But still, shoving that down your pants... I, that's severe. It, I, just, I, it just got me thinking of the extreme, like I said, the extreme measures people take slash what they actually take. Well, again, there's that there's that TV, that, that clever, um, I think it was like more like an indie sort of um, brand doing an ad for LG, advertising how thin LG's TVs were. Um, and what it basically involved was this guy in a store looking really sus, just standing there, staring at the security camera and kind of crab walking across... Um, but staring at the security camera at all times. Yeah. And then when he got in line with the door, slowly backing away, making complete eye contact and staring front on with that um, security camera. And as soon as he got out the door, he turned sideways and ran. And as he turned sideways, suddenly you saw that he was carrying a, a flat screen, screen TV under his arm. And you could see the length of the TV screen, but suddenly you realized what he was doing. The TV was so thin that you couldn't see it from front on. It looked invisible. Now that, so that's an ad. That's not a true story, is it? No, that's an ad. Now that is extreme lengths to shoplifting. Extreme shoplifting. Sarah Moon, you had a story again? Oh, it's fairly boring though. It's just a, I used to work in a cafe where this old regular, old lady who's very regular, she come in. And one of those, it's like, I want tea, but I want it like a deconstructed tea. I want the tea bag there and this water's got to be boiled to this temperature. And she was very wealthy lady, always had her fine jewellery. Mm-hmm. Of course. But she'd always place a handbag on the table and then just... Not even that subtly, would just fill up her handbag with sugar cubes. And then she'd head to the bathroom where she'd steal the air fresheners. Every week. Maybe that's why she was rich, she was selling them all. What sugar cubes and air fresheners? I don't know. With bits of lint on it. When I was was a barista, I had this old lady come in and steal the peppercorns from the shaker. Like, just the actual peppercorns. Not the shaker itself, just open it. No, she opened the shaker up, poured the pepper into her back, and I thought I saw it and I thought I was hallucinating. She was doing that. So I went and checked all the shakers, and it was dead empty. She just wow. took the peppercorns out. What was it that? Um, so there's the, an extreme. That's like extreme. a extreme length there of. You really get like a kick out of it. Like their life has become so boring. Peppercorns. How they get their thrill because they don't want to be trouble. What's she gonna do? She's gonna like crush them at home and then. Yeah. yeah oh. Oh. What? Snort peppers. Snort some corns. Well, just to get sick days, so it looks Snort like when I get corns. the... Well, because I, like I, I don't like going to the doctor and looking like I'm completely fine and well, so therefore you snort some pepper beforehand, so there you get a really runny nose and a really sneezy at the doctor's, and then you look like you're completely unwell and your eyes go red and you look really unwell. So then the doctor goes, oh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Snort the corns. Tips next, and tricks for Next is the rock sick. salt. Get the rock salt and the corn. <laughs> That's right. Right up in there. Blend them in your mouth. Uh, Drew, any mm. stories or anyone you know of that did anything dodgy? Anything dodgy? Well, there's that uh, the founder of that company. Yes. Yeah, there's a there's a Swedish furniture business that um, has an interesting little story to it. So 
the founder of IKEA uh-huh. has been known in in his lifetime, uh, which has since ended. Uh, he was known for going into any of his stores around the globe and taking some of the salt sachets home. Well, you know, why go to the shop and buy it when you're one of the world's richest men? <laughs> that yeah. would cost you literally not even a scratch. How to stay one of the world's richest men. Be tight ass. Well, you know, that's how it goes. And, and it's funny, um, I, I don't know why, but shoplifting kind of pairs up to me to, to dodgy... Uber, dodgy, um, Uber Eats, yeah. stories, you know, it's that, that whole thing of, especially when I, when I say that because I was thinking of the fact that with Uber Eats, you always check the bag and if they've given you like an extra set of cutlery or an extra set of like napkins or something like that, or a couple of napkins, you go, oh my god, yes, free stuff, and you just look at it and go, get really excited by free things. You know, uh, a friend of mine has wads of um, napkins all throughout the room, and I don't mean like a little pile of napkins, I mean like a tower of napkins on their desk, um, basically of just the napkins and things that they've got for free, or at McDonald's even. He used to go to McDonald's, open the napkin dispenser, and just take all the napkins out and walk out with the napkins. And it's yeah, like, what it's do like you need with napkins? like a fair or something, you know, like the kind of conventions. Free stuff. And they got all the free stuff. Oh, free you stuff is amazing. You just have to have it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Again, going to, I remember going to the motor show as a child, or even, even as a teenager, and you get free posters and free booklets, things that you couldn't hang on your wall, things that were just stupid, just pieces of information with words on it and no pictures, but no, it's free. I'm going to have that. Oh, you get a tote bag. Do you all have that tote bag? Thanks very much. I don't know what's free stuff's cool. I can't argue with free, oh. I can't argue with free stuff. Oh. Yeah, you're starting to knock things down here. Hey, that was like, that was stealth mode. You I'm nearly like, went full Sarah there. No, no, that was stealth mode. I'm like, Sarah's... I really that's my feature now. Knocking mics over. Like, Every like episode you should just throw a mic Tiny on the episodes, floor. You say as you open an Easter egg. Yes. No, um, free stuff. Right? Free stuff and shoplifting, I think. No, sorry, go Sarah. You free, free uh, I went to like a boat show and I got a balloon. This is like the age of like nine or something. And I was like, yes, balloons, helium. And I stuck down that Classic. balloon to find it was not helium, it was probably some old dude's breath. And I'm still scarred to this Oh day. my god. <laughs> the worst part is when you feel it like wet in your mouth. You got mouth to mouth from some random and you oh, went and you didn't even need no it. Doubt. How old were you? Wait, nine or ten. But it First still kiss? haunts me. Technically, yeah. No doubt I can imagine some old guy going... <laughs> Blowing up the balloon. I can't believe it. Imagine the lump of spit that went in the bottom of that. I probably mum let me. She probably saw that happening. <laughs> and she was like, "Watch this." <laughs> hey, Lisa, watch this. Um, yeah, no. Look, that's that's sad, but it's fine. Um, look, it happens, Sarah. It happens to the best and the worst of us. I can't say I've ever been uh, kissed by an old man in that way. Well, no, yeah, even like just tricked into it like that. I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, no it idea was, was like happening. On a stick, so it's like oh, you, it's, it's not like on a string. It was on a stick, so it. Well, that no doubt it wasn't. How does the mounting well, mechanism change the air inside it? Yeah, I mean. I don't. Well, nine year olds like oh, can't be helium on a stick. I so you breathed it in and went to get talking. You do like, wait, hey, mum, <laughs> check this. <laughs> hey, mum. What? Wow, this is my What? What are you doing? It's helium. Listen. It took a couple of minutes to be like, oh, oh. <laughs> I realize. You imagine oh. if you're like, hey, mum, check this. Hey, mum, how are you? And then he goes dark. <laughs> he got some old man's voice. <laughs> reverse helium oh. effect. Hey, mum, listen. Oh my god, Sarah, what have you done? How it's helium, mum. You inhaled the spirit of that man. He died as he blew it up. <laughs> oh my god, you killed oh. Kenny. 
Jim. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Poor thing. Um, that that poor Sarah. I'm sorry that, that happened to you. Um, oh, you poor Sarah. Speaking of poor, let's talk about a poor effort. And uh, in that, <laughs> our sickent of the week. Woo! Of course, Ooh. if you'd like to be on our show, make sure you reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram. SoundCloud, Spotify review, iTunes review, or just on our personal Facebooks, Carry Pigeon, our post, whatever it is. Or even just climb on Andrew's back as he comes in. Exactly right. And you can yeah. be on the uh, show as well. Liveroo, bike. Exactly. <laughs> Uber eat yourself here, or you just paint Uber yourself here. Phil's podcast, Phil and Drew sponsored by Deliveroo, by bike, strictly. Uh, yeah, thank God. Um, of course, if you're on the show, you're in a very good chance to win Sid Kent of the Week. But Woo! if you've been on it before, you're not going to win yeah. it. So Andrew's out of the running. It's the only reason I came. I'm okay, well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that happens. Uh, this week's Sid Kent of the Week, though, is a really poor effort. Ooh. By that, we mean we uh, just happened to be browsing the internet. For some reason, we got onto the topic of uh, Yoko Ono. <laughs> Um, and then we got onto the topic Naturally. of while well, we we're thinking of really bad singers, um, and thing you know reasons why big good things broke up, and mm. she didn't mind. Um, and then we uh, looked up the recent performance of her. This isn't reason. It was actually uh, I think it was uh, I, whenever when I was, mean a year ago. When was it, um, last year? Yeah, his birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday. John Lennon's birthday, and so. She posted a rendition that is actually for sale. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. By deaf people um, to buy, or for deaf, deaf people, yes. of uh, her singing Imagine. My. Yes, and, and I believe the best way to describe it is re- already in her surname. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, what is the quote from the movie Jungle to Jungle? Bird who can't sing. Hoko Ono. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Because she can't sing it. She did an awful job of singing. And we thought it was really funny. I wouldn't really, call it singing. <laughs> we, talking to uh, a tune. Um, we love the Beatles here at um, Kenton the Steering Team. We, we do love very much. the song Imagine. Yes. We hate Yoko Ono's version of it. Um, oh, and... And we can't say that we're fans of her either. Exactly. So it's just it's just funny. I mean, it's meant to be this. It's funny, but it's pathetic and sad. Um, it's funny. It's because, funny because it's pathetic and sad. It's funny because it's no doubt this uh, touching tribute of hers to her late husband. Um, yep. And this, uh, you know what? I'm gonna help bring his memory. Well bring him to the front of everyone's mind and release this song that I'm doing for him. I mean, on the plus side, she oh. reminded us She reminded us how good his song is oh, remind us when he listen, sings it. Remind us to go and listen to the originals that original. way we just flush yeah. our minds of this car crash of a song. Yeah. Jeez, I think John, if John was still alive, he'd ask for his stalker to come back. <laughs> yeah. On the basis of that. Oh, jeez, mate, come back around. I cannot listen to that. Do you think maybe oh. maybe when the band broke up it was because it, they t- tried to bring her in for guest uh-huh. vocals and it yes. just didn't go well? You imagine the three of them just listening back to it, just being like, oh, God, oh, God. And then having John just go, it's not bad, isn't it? <laughs> you, oh, God. You, you, know, you know, need to tone about it. You know, George actually quit the band while they were recording the final album and he quit right after an argument with John. Who's well, to say it wasn't about this? No doubt it was. Oh, dear. But... For the reason that uh, we had a good laugh, um, great fun in uh, uh, our planning. Indeed. Yoko Ono, you are this week's Sick Kent of the Week. Congratulations. Excellent. Lovely. Emphasis on sick. Oh, awful. 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, fellas. Yes. Sarah. Yep. Unless there's more to add. No, I think we're good. I think that that brings us to the conclusion of this week's edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Woo! Sarah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Drew, thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Phil. Thank Andrew. you, Andrew. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me again. Till next time. Well, I like this song. Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one, yeah. Now do it again. Till next time. Yep. Woo!